0: Go again. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, what? Whenever you're ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot I gotta do this thing.
1: I forgot what it even beat on me last time. Oh, no, that's not it. Hold on. Pick it up a little bit. I suck at drums. <laughs> Maybe I'll get better at this thing.
2: Well, you know, do this do do a few more episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll get better at it.
2: We'll we'll do a few more episodes where uh you'll get that you'll get that ten seconds of practice in.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely need that.
2: <laughs> Alright. So uh little update, uh, for the listeners. A couple weeks ago when I posted an episode that was just like, no, I lost an entire episode. I sat here recording an awesome episode and completely lost it. It was with the man who's sitting in front of me now, Nate Evans Jr. <laughs> Dude, so, so much like confusion and like, like you know when your back sweats? My back sweats thinking about <laughs> the, the lost episode. <laughs>
1: it was a good it, it was yeah it was a good episode
2: but like on top of that like i met on tuesday uh, at a comedy club i met this other comic and his name is nate oh it's not right so i got a a text message him from him this morning as i was pulling in the driveway here like i was like i knew that you and i had made plans for one and he was and he was like yo core it's nate um Love to love to have a conversation with you sometime on your podcast. Like, today, I confirmed with you yesterday. <laughs> today, we're doing this. <laughs> and it was like, I was going back and forth, and I was like, oh, what? A, how How did I miscommunicate something? Did we not save this right? And I, it was going back and forth, and he's like, oh, what? I said, I confirmed with you one. And he was like, well, what? I can maybe do like three or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and
1: then you realize that, that it's not...
2: Uh, are, you, are you talking about Nate Jones? And I was like, oh, sorry, wrong guy.
1: Wrong, wrong person, wrong friend.
2: <laughs> I was like, did you completely forget about our our, our exchange last night?
1: That's funny. That's, he was probably super confused.
2: Yeah, so confused, so super confused.
0: Anyway, um, we talked a lot about, we talked a lot about, uh, changing what
2: you normalize and that's like that's like sort of what your your zoom is going towards now, like your yeah focus is heading right in that direction, it's sort of uh,
0: you know change, changing changing what this the uh the like what a man's supposed to be, or like
2: what mm-hmm. the the social norms that us men sort of like fall into at times,
1: yeah yeah that's definitely um the the mission that I'm on right now um in regards to like a, a movement that i um created and it's it's definitely for um not just for i would say men um but that's a huge focus, just thinking about the way that I was raised, the things that oh, yeah. I was taught, and I'm like, man, there's so much that needs to be changed because there was a lot of it that was um it it doesn't really serve me well Right. And I had to learn that through trial and error. So I'm like, man, what if we can go back and 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 change the format and, you know, change the blueprint to a lot of things to create pathways to success for young men and and also not just young men but young women and just yeah, but, other but people like, in general.
2: However, however, each young man is it affects every young woman and it affects every child it affects every. Oh yeah yeah, so yeah yeah, it's a ripple effect. It, yeah it, yeah. It, it would just like you ever see that that uh, that motivational poster which is like a pebble dropping in the water where it says attitude. And oh, that's it, like, dope. And it and it says like every little piece of your attitude like ripples outward.
1: Mm-hmm. That's dope. Uh,
2: my mom used to have that as a mouse pad, like back in the '90s.
1: That's dope. I got to see that. I got to uh, Google that. That's awesome. But yeah, in regards to like change will be normalized, it's um I believe there's a lot of things right now that we've become like numb to, you know. And I really realized that last summer. I want to say. So there was a lot of like things going on in Atlantic City, like a lot of different violence and um, a, a young girl had got killed and another young boy. And it was just like insane. And, you know, in the heat of the moment, it's a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. But then like shortly after, it's kind of like, uh, like we, nothing like- happens. We just we're like so numb to it. I'm like, man, that's not that's not OK because nothing gets fixed.
2: It's almost like a get over it, we've got other stuff to be upset about, yeah, like, yeah, like, like get super, over it quick, super, super quick,
1: like, it's like create a hashtag real quick, and let's move on, right, like, and it's uh, like that's not normal,
2: like imagine if 9 nine eleven was that way <laughs> like it, it, it's impossible, like things things are each each event, mhm that's traumatizing for one person or maybe like uh to a family yeah is that family's 911
1: it's huge right? it's huge and, so, and people don't think about that
2: it's yeah it's so it's so huge that it's like we we have to we have to be empathetic and think about like what we'd be like
0: yeah or
2: or uh you know, well, how, how that would affect someone in our lives happening. Today. Yeah,
1: I, I challenge people all the time, especially when I go out and speak to like, I, well, first I ask them like, hey, when did you turn your empathy button off? Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? And I'm like, when did you turn turn your empathy button off? And then they think about it and they realize like how numb they are to so much that's going on. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, do me a favor and let's turn that button back on. Mm mm-hmm because even though it doesn't directly affect you it still does in in some way shape or form
2: uh, i'm gonna write empathy button down in my notebook oh uh, yeah i'm yeah. stealing
1: it i'm just kidding I'm about okay. to say, i took um from our, our 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 first one that you guys will never hear top secret uh podcast that's <laughs> going forever um i took uh what was it the accountability will yeah i still have that in my notes yeah. I've i've been like trying to create some type of concept with it but um that's that's golden right there i love it i love it with the accountability well
2: man and you know um it was it was funny too because i knew as i was telling you the story of how i thought of it and i was like that was the first time i'd ever like that was a real intimate story and i was like oh man i'm putting it all out there on the podcast but oh well no (laughs) it didn't get out there
1: (laughs) yeah it is what it is but no that was yeah you dropped the gem on me right there. I was like, man, I got to use that for like my own life. Like, mm-hmm. what am I not, you know, being accountable to It's Like, I, and that goes, that ties back into the concept of change will be normalized because right. people point the finger so much. You know, I have family members like that, that are pointing the fingers at like old oh, situations and other family members, but they aren't taking full accountability.
2: I think, you know, I think it's also like, there's, um, there's habits. There's a lot of habits that, we find ourselves falling into in order to normalize things. Like when it comes to distractions, oh, when yeah. it comes to patterns, and it comes to like, oh, well, I'll just scroll through. I'll just scroll through this for a couple minutes and I'll forget about everything that's going on because like sometimes so, you you fall into a rabbit hole real quick and someone will have to just oh, go, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I, I had
1: an issue with that for a while. And um, last, what was it? Spring, I guess. Yeah, when I was finishing up with school, um, I did a two month like social media fast, like a purge. Out of yeah, I, I had to to yeah. gain like regain my focus. Super uncomfortable to do, but it let me see like the world around me and like how much everybody looked like zombies. It it's, was kind of it was kind of scary. Actually, it's
2: tough when it's like your job though too.
1: That's another when, difficult like when thing. it comes
2: to like being a public figure.
1: Because I was um a friend of mine's going on like a fast right, and he asked me, he's like, you know, you want to go on this fast with me? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I not that I love to do a fast, but I understand the discipline that it builds. Mm. And at the same time, for me, it's like fasting from like caffeine and social media and things right. like that, that I have trouble with. But at the same time, I have to find a way to continue to build the brand. Cause I'm not at a point where I'm paying somebody to run the social media, Right? you know? So it's, it's a challenge, man. It's a challenge. Now, I, I have like certain stipulations, like on my phone. Um, the iPhone, I'm not sure if Androids can do this, but on the iPhone, you can set like time type? restraints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do that with like my social media apps oh, and cool. I try to, you know, post within that window and just try to shut it off. Again, it's, it's difficult cause this feels like it's a pool all the time mm-hmm. Like you're sitting down for two seconds and it feel like it's just pulling at you. Like, Hey, just come check. See what's what? going on.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I get, I get in the habit and I'm not saying I used to or anything. I'm guilty as, as anything of this. Of, like, anytime I'm, like, going to pee or something, I'll look at, I'll scroll through real quick and
1: Same. see what's going on. Like, Same. it's
2: just something, I think we all do it. It's just, I, I've got to gotta limit myself more yeah. often.
1: I always wonder, like, when did it start? Like, when did it start? You know, because we always didn't have could Instagram it, or stuff. could
2: imagine this being the case um, 10 years ago. Could yeah,
1: because I wasn't doing that with MySpace.
2: No, I mean... <laughs> I, had a, I didn't have, we didn't have smartphones, like, yeah. it was just, uh, I had, like, a, I remember hitting the, the internet button and panicking, and being like, oh, I'm gonna get charged for this! And like, <laughs> that was, like, the attitude towards <laughs> accidentally going on the internet on your phone.
1: Yeah, it was I, like, it's, man, it's like, it's it's like a drug of choice, almost. Yeah. It's like, people smoke cigarettes and they're addicted to that, but more people, I feel like, or just as many people are addicted to social media. It's not that bad. It's like it kind of is that bad.
2: Well, it. I think it's worse. <laughs> I think yeah. it's worse than. Uh, dude, I was. I was. Uh, I was watching the Louis C.K. stand up special last night. Okay. And he he does the thing, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, everybody," and I mean everybody who's here, not everybody who's not here, but by by a majority, everybody, isn't here. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, every when I'm saying everybody, I just mean everybody who's here." And then he's like, "And if, of course, I mean like." All you who are alive, if I'm factoring in all the dead people, most people are dead people. <laughs> and I started thinking about that as far as like any kind of numbers that we're breaking down. It's like we're, when we talked about—I think we talked about it before—the uh, the timeline, like uh, from life to death, and the relativity between like how big your problems actually are.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, the yeah. grand
2: scheme of it all. When when I started when I was laughing at uh, Louie's bit, I was like. Oh, the majority of people aren't here, aren't going to hear the message that you think they need to hear, but you kind of, you kind of are putting yourself accountable, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Holding yourself accountable to making sure that the voice that you do build gets to the he- to the ears that need to hear it. And uh, that's, dude, I respect you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, like because uh, never, never have I seen you put out something where I didn't go. Yep, that's me. I do that. <laughs> like, that, I would be doing that same exact thing.
1: Man, it's it takes um, it definitely takes discipline, man. It's it's just it's so easy to go down again that rabbit hole, and it's so easy to, you know, just start the comparison thing going and then it's just, it's, it's a domino effect. Even in like the professional realm of speaking, Mm -hmm. I had to learn like, oh, you can't follow everybody because you're going to be looking at all of their stuff. You're, you're so focused on what they're doing. And, and the next thing that they're, the conference that they're at or the next school that they're at that you're not focusing on your own content. You're not focusing on, you know, sending out emails. You're not focusing on the next book. Mm. it just consumes so much time and that's one thing i want people to like take away from this is like just sit back and like really evaluate your day like see where that time is going because for me at one point it was going a lot to social media and i would justify like oh you know i'm running a business and mm. i'm i got to get this stuff posted and i got to do this but the reality is that only took but like a few minutes mm. It didn't take hours. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the scary thing is, is when you check your phone. Then you, you lose the thing. time in the
2: day. Oh, man. You lose the hours you lose in the day.
1: It. And then you look back at your you know, your usage in regards to like your time on the phone and the battery life, and it shows you how many hours you were on this app, how many hours in yeah. this app. Yeah. And when I first saw seeing it, it was like scary numbers. I was like, oh, my gosh. I wasted this much time you know, scrolling on Instagram and Facebook. Can,
2: can we take some of this time right now to think about – the amount of time you've lost on your mistakes, the amount of time you beat yourself up for mistakes you've made, and, and then some of that time that you've just wasted on nothing, and then all the time that you waste on beating yourself up for the, the right now that you'll never get back. All, the, all that, there's so much time wasted in that where it's like we'll forget to move forward. As soon as that's just like a rabbit hole. Yeah. your past can be just as much of a rabbit hole as staring at your screen can be
1: that, that that's the truth um, and it's crazy because it's like it's one of those things you you're just never going to change right mm-hmm. but um so many people like live in their past and they <clears throat> repeat it over and over and over again instead of you know what the what did this teach me like what can I learn from these situations and these mistakes that I made and how can I you know create new memories now because I, those memories sucked. I hated those memories. All right, I don't want that anymore. Let me do something today that's going to create new memories, you know, for the future. And that that's a concept that so many people need to
2: grasp, you know? Yeah, yeah well, like, it's like, and it goes back to that, what am I actually accountable for in this stuff that sucked? Because it's like... Certain certain decisions and certain movements that I made put me in the positions that got me to where, oh, I was down on my luck when really the luck wasn't the thing. You were the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. When
2: people say "just my luck" or "I'm unlucky," I always go, "It's
1: like a cop out." I'm almost. like,
2: you, you, you're, you're blaming a force that's that's imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> you're blaming an imaginary force. It's, it's
1: it's like they don't want to take responsibility for it so i was like oh, i just didn't have I, don't, I never have any good luck it's like ah, oh, well you know you're not taking full responsibility for whatever it is in your life right. you know and that that's again that's the easy way to kind of like use it as a scapegoat like nah i never have good luck it's like well you need to start having some good luck the, then.
2: the common denominator in your bad luck yeah yeah
1: your- yeah You're you're the only thing that's always there and it's like you know, I always have bad luck. It's like, how long is your bad luck going to string along? But that also gives you a reason to not, you know, try harder or strive for more because you're like, ah, it's gonna, I got bad luck anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just end up self sabotaging yourself. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: You know, I, I wrote something down in my book the other day, and I actually was thinking about you when I was when I well, not the other day, but I was thinking about you when I re looked at it and, I was, and it was saying, um, I, I wrote down. You're the one who spends the most time with you. Enjoy
0: that. That's deep. You should enjoy who you are. That's deep. Like, really, let's let's get out of yesterday. Uh because yeah. Yes yesterday, <laughs> yesterday,
2: tomorrow's gonna be just like yesterday if we stay in yesterday.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna stifle you from from taking any type of action to make tomorrow different than yesterday. Well, and like, that's the most important thing.
2: A thing you said earlier, and it's exactly a thing I say all the time, was like, man, that th- doesn't serve me now. Yeah. Doesn't serve me now besides to learn from it and, uh, you know, maybe shepherd people in the direction of exactly. how, how they can avoid those things. Exactly. I, I, I never come from a place, I'm perfect, watch me. It's like, no, I'm also imperfect, and I'm making these mistakes. Uh, I'll talk to you about which mistakes were avoidable and which ones I, you know, I should have taken, you know, the sidestep on but didn't
0: and how I'm, how I'm uh, adapting through, you know, through obstacles. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's not about, you know, even though, again, there's this picture of perfection that people see or they think they see, you know, especially on social media. There, there's no such thing, and I never even want to come off like that. It's like I always want to look like I'm progressing, have and you, I think that's perfect for have people.
2: Have you watched the, – there's a new Netflix show called The Circle.
1: The Circle? Yeah. No, what it's about?
2: It's like a – like a it's a social media experiment. They they just put these people in these apartments and had them like talk to the social media and interact with the other people in the apartment building. I don't, it's it's kind of neat.
1: So were they like in separate rooms talking yeah. to each other?
2: They're in different apartments in the apartment building, and they're like they they talk to the screen, and it puts it in text. And they some of them are catfishes, and some of it's just it's an interesting show.
1: That's interesting. It's Scary, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, just to think where we're going with this stuff is like oh, this is. Cause I did. I watched. Um, Netflix has a few other things about social media. I watched one can't remember what it was but it was kind of it started from Paris Hilton like she was like the the first like influencer really Mm -hmm. I guess for social media or whatever um with what she was doing and then it just kind of explained the evolution of it and Mm -hmm. what people were doing to become like influencers online Mm -hmm. to a point where it was like tearing their life apart so like after the quick 15 you know 15 minutes or 15 seconds of fame whatever they call it Mm -hmm. It's like these people had to like live their lives that way. Like, okay, you were the guy that used to show us, you know, the, the the writing on your butt cheeks on Instagram and you got a bunch of followers and likes. But now you're in the real world and now you're just the, the butt guy <laughs>
2: with yeah. the
1: writing and you can't be anything else because that's who you are on social media.
2: Dude, I can't imagine how tough of a life. Like the dude, dude yeah, money will get you so much, but Yeah. But to be like Look, it's hard to be this person. You know, it's hard to be Paris Hilton. I can't imagine, like, having being that judged and, like, not having some sort of complexes because of that judgment that you're getting all the time.
1: It's scary. It's scary. Me and my uh, fiancé were talking about that just in regards to just celebrities in general. It's just, like, people want to be famous just for the sake of being famous, and it's a scary thing because your whole life is judged like 24/7. I couldn't imagine having to get out of the car and paparazzi's there every day. Mm-hmm. And I can't go to the grocery store or, you know, the one time I do turn down an autograph, mm-hmm. now I'm the biggest, you know, jerk in the world.
2: Well, uh, there's a there's a, the the thing about Twitter and social media, it'll be like <clears throat> you c- you can be one right force, but if you're talking to two people who have an opposite there's two of them so they win who have an opposite view so it's not about being right or wrong it's about having those numbers wow that's scary too so that that's that's a weird thing. it's influence where it can be dangerous yeah like so uh when it comes to what we're putting out there is why i kind of want to be careful and meticulous and really uh Really caring and, yeah. and empathetic in the content that I'm putting out, and I'm not just saying the the consumable content, but I'm talking about my words that I have with regular people on a daily basis. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not, for sure. It's not just the content; it's the content of my my person. Yeah.
1: It's your character, really. Right. The content it's like, of you, my character. Yeah, literally. Dr. King would say, yeah, you got to have your your character together yeah. first, and that's a, that's a lesson that a lot of these people who want to be influencers or who are influencers, like, your character has to be, like, on point.
2: Well, I think, I think that the word influencer has become a, a gross misrepresentation for what it actually even yeah. is. Like, y- you are an influencer just because you've woken up and people see you. Yeah. It doesn't mean... It the, is the, weird. It's,
1: it's 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 really weird because when I think of influence, I think of somebody who's really making like a difference in the lives of others. But you can have a certain amount of followers and just make feet videos or puppy videos, and mm. you're considered an influencer.
2: Or puppy feet videos. Yeah, or
1: puppy <laughs> puppy feet videos. <laughs> but that's the thing. And it's like, oh, I'm an influencer, and it's like, what do you what do you influence? Like, who do you influence? And it's like, you take selfies a, a million times a day. Right. But that's considered influencer, so it is, it is pretty gross now. Mm-hmm. It's like a term that I try not to associate myself with. Um, but I understand, you know.
2: Are you on TikTok?
1: It's funny. I did make a TikTok, right?
2: Um, so, we talk about this last time. No,
1: I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. not sorry. a TikTok. It's interesting because I didn't know what TikTok was, but mm-hmm. obviously I speak to the youth a lot, and um, you know, I believe uh, the youth are moving in a direction. You know, they kind of control what's popular and what's not
2: Yeah, I figure you probably you you probably have a finger on the pulse a little yeah. bit more by you know by associating so much with the youth
1: yeah and I believe that you know you pour into them now and you know they're going to invest in you in the future so for me it's like all right I'm gonna follow I'm gonna see what you guys got going on here so I went on there and it's it's a crazy app first of all mm-hmm. but at the same time it's, it's super dope because it allows them to like create on a level I've never seen before in my yeah. life like, there's so many functions on there. I was, like, going through there. I was like, there's no way I can, I can do this. So I'm literally, like, taking 15-second clips of me talking and, like, throwing some music on it or something and putting it on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing a great job on it, but I go on there and see how creative some of these kids are, and it, it blows my mind that they can make these videos, these 20-second videos of just, like, the most insane stuff. Um, but I am on there um, just because... I wanted to make sure I covered that space where they are. Yeah, I think so. I, I know they're going in different directions. Yeah, obviously, they're on Instagram and, and some are on Facebook and stuff like that. But the bulk of them are on, like, they're talking about TikTok and TikTok. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll, let me see who I can impact on here and mm-hmm. catch you guys on here as well so I don't completely lose you.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, consistency is key. Like, uh, when that, that comes with anything. And I think that has to do with, you know, releasing podcasts or when it comes to um Putting out, putting out uh YouTube content, like yeah, yeah. I think I think sometimes people are just looking for like an example.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Um, look, I I feel like really bad. I didn't put anything out last week because I was very sick, and I didn't put out anything the week before that because you and I recorded something <laughs> and it didn't record.
1: Hey, things happen, man. But, Life happens.
2: But you know, those are those are the obstacles. Those aren't. Those aren't the roadblocks. Yeah. Those are just the obstacles and we'll just get, we'll get right through it. I mean.
1: Yeah. It's something to learn from, you know what I'm saying? And, and you jump right back into it and you stay consistent. It doesn't mean life doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, well, it's just a learning.
2: The other part of that consistency I was talking about was, uh, my girlfriend has someone that she, that we were on set with somewhere that, that they were telling her that they have a TikTok where they have like a buttload of followers, mm-hmm. like a like a ton of views on all their stuff because they put out like a hundred videos a day and it's just as a matter is of the consistency yep so it's like we want the consistency and the quality not just yeah. the just the quantity of dribble
1: yeah you don't want uh, yeah because you don't want it to be watered down and i had difficulties with that for a while on like um what was it instagram because I, I was following gary v and he was like you got to put out Mm-hmm. you know, five times a day. I was like, I don't have five times a day worth of content. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to just repeat the same message. And mm-hmm. I try to speak from a place that's genuine. I don't want to just give you, you know, what down information to hit a metric mm-hmm. of like, Oh, I'm, I'm consistent. If it's not high quality stuff, you know,
2: do you ever interact personally with kids at, uh, like at your, uh, like your public speaking events? Like we have maybe like, could you maybe get video of like a testimony? Oh, yeah, I have a like, bunch of that. Like, uh, we just have to like interactive it. <laughs> kind of thing. Like,
1: that's actually the most, um, that, that's for me, that's the most fun that I have when I do those. Mm-hmm. The presenting part is great, but I love like after the whole presentation is done, like QA. Mm-hmm. I love talking with different kids and students, like, afterwards. Right. To me, that's way more impactful when i can have those one on one conversations because they'll tell me certain things we can talk about certain things i get to know them a lot better so for me that's the most fun that i have during you know my engagements i actually just put up some pictures um a few days ago of just all of the students was i the, didn't put a picture of me
2: was the thing you, you just put up something with like it was like your birthday Oh yeah, In yeah December, yeah, yeah. and you were like, you like talked at the, you, you talked at the school, and you were like, I want you guys all to hit, yeah, these yeah. goals by the next semester, mm-hmm. and like, w- this was like results from that. Is that how that? Yeah, was? so it was
1: results. So I'm on my birth, I'm on my birthday last year. Me and um, my my business partner, we went to Pleasantville High School. Um, one of the teachers there was able to get a, a classroom full of students. Actually, two um classes. So they brought in 60 students to one classroom so I can come in and talk to them. And, you know, towards the end, we were there for like almost two hours, just really talking to them, pouring into them, having real conversations, answering questions. And at the end, we was like, we got to do something so they can stay consistent until we come back. And we challenged them to create like three goals um, for their like third semester. Like, all right, what are you going to do? And like really stretch yourself. Don't say you're going to go from. Uh, A D to a C. Like, we need to really stretch yourself. And students were, what we did was have them write it on a piece of paper, hold the paper up, and we both sit in a picture with them and take them. So, we did this Mm -hmm. with the whole class, everybody Mm -hmm. that decided to challenge themselves. And a lot of students had hit their goals. And that just happened to be one that I posted. The Mm -hmm. young lady, she was like, you know, she's going to, she told us our grades, what they were before. She's like, I'm going to go for a straight A's this next semester. I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, you, you, you want to talk about it? Let's really do it. Mm. Um, and we challenged him. we was like, look, cause they wanted the shirts that we had on and they wanted the books. I was like, you know what? We'll do this. If you execute on all your goals, I'll give you a book and we'll also get you a shirt in your size.
2: Do Do you have a gimmick table at your, at your shows? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a gimmick table at your shows? Like we, that's what we call it in, in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. Like we have our merch, okay. We're sell, we sell our merch, like our eight by tens and okay, our eight by tens and our t-shirts. So yeah, over yeah, On the side, we call that the gimmick table. Do you do you ever have like the merch table or the gimmick table? We we do the, have it set up.
1: Um, we usually it's already so we usually don't sell it to the stu- students like right there. Right. Like right. it's usually already purchased ahead of time to a point where we're just giving it away to them.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but then it's on the website and stuff. When we do like other conferences and things like that, yeah, mm-hmm. not usually with the students, but um. Back to uh, the story, they wanted the shirts and they wanted the stuff. So I'm like, all right, you got to do something for that. Like, you got to earn this stuff. We're not just going to give it to you because you're students and we think you're cool. You
2: you're, you're paying with, you're paying with work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's and like you got to stay pay- consistent. It's
2: like you're PayPaling me with your energy. Yeah, yeah. And you got to stay yeah.
1: consistent because this is all going to benefit you. Yeah. um, And you got to earn this stuff. So that was just one of the students that happened to find me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you know, Mr. Nate, you know, remember we set the goals and stuff? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I did it. I did it. And I like, yes. took a picture of the report card and everything and sent it. And I was like, "That's that's that, that was really dope to me because yeah. it showed that. What we said to them that day it really stuck with them to where they kind of was like consistent without us coming right back immediately. Right. You know, it was a couple months ago.
2: Can imagine like the the sort of excitement to give you that information from yeah. from the from the kids. So that I mean, that's that's all a a good impact.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because that that work ethic mm-hmm. it trickles down to every other part.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah.
2: it's, it's funny because like we, you, you could go to a school and you can give a speech, you could talk to a kid. Any one of those kids can have, uh, an Instagram or uh Twitter following that doubles yours. Oh for, yeah, for like sure. At any moment. Way more followers than me. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's for sure.
2: It's, it's, it's so funny because it's like, I couldn't even imagine I didn't I didn't have Facebook or MySpace and stuff when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even imagine that being uh and and that really goes more into the the the, the possibilities for bullying or pressure. I can't oh, yes. imagine it's such a different being, world. Being it opens a, a whole new gateway of yeah. just
1: like it's a lot of pressure for them, and that's what I have a talk about when i you know when I talk to like the older generations, you know my elders, mm. it's like man, it's a whole different world they're living, in. they're living in two different worlds, literally, yeah, like the actual physical reality, but then there's this other world of social media that they're navigating that you don't really know much about, so that's why you know you come off judgmental like, oh well, you know the kids are soft now, it's like it's a whole other world that they're in that they're in- they're born into this, yeah. you know what I'm saying, did and you, it's it's kind of crazy,
2: did you see the video? I think I saw it today. It might have been yesterday. I saw where there was the there was the the um, child who was a little person, mm-hmm. and he was getting bullied, and the mom was taking a video of him crying, and he was like, "I want to die! I want to die!" He gets made fun of all the time, and then like Brad Williams, <clears throat> he's a comedian. Brad Williams, yeah. like, set it up so that like his family's going to be taken to Disney World or some something like that. But it was something like. Brad Williams is also a little person. Yeah, yeah. So he you know, he used his influence in a positive way. To to sorta of, to sort of you know, bump that awareness up. Because the, the woman in the video was like, Look, all this anti bullying stuff isn't working. This kid still comes home and feels this way and is harassed all the time. The kid was crying in the video and he said, I wanna die. That's deep. Like this kid might have been in seventh grade
1: and it's, yeah that that's it's so crazy because it's not uncommon like mm. it's 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 everywhere, man, you hear these kids talk about it, and it's more and more kids you know really suffering from like deep depression now and and having anxiety attacks and thinking about like actual death, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. it's 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 so scary um. And and that's why it's super important for, you know, people our age, people older to really like love on these kids and under take time to understand them. You know, don't just judge them because like even in, you know, local urban schools and things like that. The kids are already written off as like bad kids.
0: Well,
1: and that's a crazy label to like give them when you're not really listening to try to understand them.
2: I want to try to put myself in the shoes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, When I was a kid. When I was a kid, um, I was bullied a lot. Um, i I really be- I, have, I have and had really bad eyesight, so I had to wear really thick glasses, and some days I had to wear an eye patch to school. Wow um, so I, yeah, that happened and um, I was in Catholic school for the first three years, and all I ever thought about was like, hell. So I never thought about like the idea of killing myself. Like that thought never entered my brain because yeah. of the fear of hell. And I thought that that was like the but it was all just like the movies and stuff. I didn't know what the idea of even hell even was. But that was the you know the double world that I was living in. But now I imagine that mixed that in with the pressure of needing to have a social media presence and uh and being judged
1: that. on it by not having a presence on
0: there, it. right it's it's weird you know uh i to, i have you know one experience
2: of like a kid coming into the room and saying right to my face oh you don't belong with us you belong with the sped kids like in the like there was a class picture he was like yeah go get with the other retards oh wow and i was like Imagine if that was like every day, anonymously, like on the internet. Um, I'm at home on the screen. I can't even fathom the the thoughts.
1: It's the only thing you would think of is hurting yourself mm-hmm. at that point. It's like, all right, well, maybe it won't be so bad.
2: Well, I must so be. I'm worthless. not
1: here. Yeah, yeah. That and that's that's a scary thing too. What I'm noticing, um, with the work I'm doing now, a lot of the the youth. They just feel like worthless, like they they have no value. Mm -hmm. So when they feel like they don't have any value, the quick thing is like, all right, well, I just kill myself. And they don't, they never think of, because they're, because they can't fathom it, they don't think of who that, who's that, like, who is it going to hurt?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Like, who is it going to hurt their family? You know, other Mm -hmm. people in the community, all these things like that. And and in their mind, in their mind, it's just so much pain and so much stress that they don't know what to do. It's just like, that's the only way. Right
2: and it for sure is not the only way it's not oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. not a way at all
0: yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah absolutely
2: i think you know if if i could ever have any kind of influence on kids it would be like bro this is just the start like you you don't you don't know you you maybe feel worthless or you don't feel like you have value but like that stuff gets earned you know yeah, what i mean yeah. that gets earned with with esteem and yeah. you don't just get esteem when you grow up it just oh, yeah it, it comes eventually
1: yeah and and not not for nothing you know the kids that are making fun of you you're not going to know them for much longer anyway right you know i can't name my whole second grade class i don't remember who was in it mm-hmm. to be completely right. honest i
2: just got invited to my my elementary school reunion that's a thing um <laughs> I, yeah i don't really know any of the people on the, in the facebook page of it but you But
1: Guys, I, I went to school together.
2: I yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm sure.
1: Hey, how you been since you know elementary school? It's like that's uh, gonna be some weird small talk going on.
2: That it happened in the early '90s. I Haven't seen any of you since the early '90s, but here we go.
1: That's gonna be some funny. That's an awkward situation to be. Like it's already weird enough. Well, not weird, but it's already kind of tough going to like a high school reunion. Well, like after so many years, but then like elementary, it's like, oh, I don't remember anybody. I
2: dude, I. I've missed so many things. I've gone to n- <laughs> no things. Like anytime I'm ever invited to any kind of thing that involves, like, dude, I didn't show up to school. I'm not gonna show up to <laughs> a thing that's a reunion of school. <laughs> I barely showed up to school.
1: That's funny. So that's funny. <laughs> uh,
2: it's just it's it's interesting to me more than it's like uh, I responded interested. But oh, not, yeah, you got
1: to put interested. That's right. why I invite you. Interested means no. <laughs> it means... Anything that's on it, Facebook and you remember, put interested, like, no, not.
2: used to say yes, no, or maybe? Now it says interested. Yeah, You yeah. just say you're interested to everything.
1: Because interested kind of gives hint, like, oh, he, you know, he didn't say no, but in my mind, like, I, I've already said no, but I want you to know that <laughs> I'm interested. I don't want you to feel like I'm just straight rejecting you, because I feel like when you say no, it's just, like, it's hardcore. Like, well, like...
2: There there will be ones where, like, like you've made events where you've, like, invited people to things, and then, like, you've seen that they saw it. Like, it'll say seen, and then they oh, will have man. not responded one way or the other. That's just as bad as no. It's just as bad as no, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> you've seen it, but you didn't have the decency to just say, like, all right, maybe I'll come. Right. And that, that makes you feel, it goes back to, like, no, I'm worthless. It goes oh, back to that. Well, it's,
2: it's, it's. <laughs> It's easy to get wrapped up in those feelings of worthlessness when people let you down.
0: Oh, man. For sure. When
2: people leave you hanging on stuff. When people tell you they'll do something and then they don't do it. Or like, dude, I I notice that all the time with doing this. It's like I've had a million people cancel on me or no show or like not respond to my text.
1: What happens is this, right? Because... Man, I've had that like you said a million times. Mm -hmm. You start in your mind, just all the voices go off when that happens because you think like, all right, well, what did I do wrong? Did I Mm -hmm. do this wrong? Did they not like me? Am I valuable enough? Like you just start beating yourself up like crazy, it could be none of those things. I
2: could I throw right to what that value part is, where it's like, well, I'm not anybody who has to offer anything to anybody at this point yet. So, what can doing my show help
0: you? You know what I mean? Like that's
2: the way. Like when I've had like like guests who may or may not like I'm not about having a guest that everybody knows who they are I'm having I'm more about having guests who I can teach people who they are Mm. and we can have these conversations and and then you know people who follow me now follow you yeah or you know, maybe your followers listened in, and maybe they'll stick around with me because they and they love they what dub, you offer. They yeah. dig what they dig with the content. That's what it's all
1: about, though. That's what it's all about.
2: I, 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 it's all I ever want. Uh, all I ever want to do is like swap casts and and like really putting it all out there so that so that we can all build together.
0: Absolutely. Because
2: in a team together everybody achieves more
1: everybody achieves more
2: that's the team is that's
1: the truth though and everybody can win too like you know it's like there's just enough out there for everybody in everything you do whether it's your career a business whatever it is it's like being selfish with what you have is almost like a poverty kind of mindset right
2: yeah well it's like um dude we're we're not we're not going to be up for the same
1: roles. Yeah. We're not
2: going to be up for the same exact audience. Uh,
1: Everybody's different. Everybody
2: there, everybody can have what they want because the world's <laughs> big enough. I, I, Absolutely. I, I've used this example tons of times, probably on this podcast. But, um, like, my old job, I was only able to use Bing News. I don't know why that's important to the story, but I was able to use Bing News. And uh, Bing News would always tell me whose birthday it was That's on, Interesting. on the day, whatever the day of the year it was, it would say whose birthday it was. And I'd see like a bunch of famous people and then I'd see less famous people mixed in in that bundle. Mm-hmm. And then in the like little Wikipedia side piece where it says like, like some random facts about the person, yeah, it would say like net worth. And then it would say like $40 million, like. Wow. Maybe twelve million. It was just always a different number, and I'd be like, "It's funny. I don't know who that person is, and I know they've got, they've got a big chunk of what the money is, but that's not but in relativity. Like that's such a small morsel of how much money is actually out there. That's such a small small number for yeah. what's such a big big number of all the. There is enough to go around. Oh yeah, there is enough to go around. Where it's not as, it's not as um." reachable it's not it's not uh it's not an unachievable goal to have to Mm -hmm. have large sums yeah it's like oh well well it just comes with a change of mindset i think
1: yeah once you realize that there's an an abundance of it you kind of like oh well it's for everybody right it's enough out there for all of us to kind of be well off you know
2: i I don't know Did, did you grow up poor
1: yeah. Okay. Um Yeah. Cuz that's what, uh, <laughs> in a way, yeah, it was um so we weren't necessarily on the streets poor, mm-hmm. but in regards to like society income and, you know, just poverty levels. The poverty levels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was pretty and that was, was essentially my entire my entire um young life, young adult life as well. And I realized that it wasn't necessarily about the money. It was more so about the mindset towards mm-hmm. the money. Cause anytime the, the conversation of money was brought up or the talk of it, it was always like a scarcity mindset. It was like, Oh, the bills are here or, you know, nobody had enough for this. Like there was never a point where I felt like there was an abundance of money for us to do things. Mm-hmm. Or it was kind of like, man, you can't call anybody for a hundred dollars. And it's like, and let's be real. A hundred dollars is what is that? You know what I'm saying?
2: I, you know what? It's tough for me to even say because, um, you know, I, I've been, I've been kind of struggling these last couple of years, and I'm feeling like, oh, I would never ask anybody for anything, and, I, and that's
1: that's what I was too.
2: And I, I'm, I it's not, it's not a matter of pride; it's a matter of self reliance, mm-hmm. I
1: guess. Figuring it out.
2: Yeah, um, but I, I definitely always came from when I was a kid. It was a poor single mother, you know what I mean? That's just, we were on food stamps and my mom would send us to the store with food coupons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) it was just, it was just like, that's all I ever knew.
0: So, I didn't know that you could ask, you could, I mean, of course, because
2: I don't want to contradict in any way because my mom would open us up to the idea of like, um, um, she would introduce it to uh, like um, Abraham Hicks and uh, like Think and Grow Rich like, oh yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Napoleon was Hill. big on that book like uh, it's it just that it's funny because like that would be the case but then it would be immediately met with we can't afford that yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. we're too poor like yeah, we're for, never never too poor but like we're just we can't afford that can't yeah
1: speak. for me it was like yeah, I had that book, you know, mm-hmm. since I was younger. And while it was great at the same time, I needed to, like, see it being modeled in front of me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even reading it, it's like, man, this this is, oh, my God, this is information. But it's just, it seemed unattainable. And I needed to see it in my immediate environment from somebody that, you know, looked like me or came from like, where I well,
2: came from. It's it's It lacked relatability.
1: Yeah, I just didn't feel I'm like, oh, well, he kind of had a head start or he mm-hmm. kind of had disadvantage. So I always like canceled everything out that was I, I was learning mm-hmm. because I didn't necessarily see that behavior being
0: modeled, you know, in my own home. So Yeah. So you had a good relationship with your dad? Yeah. I mean y- yeah.
2: you go by junior.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so. a junior. Um, I definitely have a good relationship with my dad. Um, as I've gotten older, it's definitely gotten stronger. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, him and my mother were split up when I was younger. Um, obviously still split up. He's married. Um, but, uh, it grew over time. Like it grew over time. Cause there was a little rough patch, um, during like high school because I was like an all-star athlete and I always wanted him to come to my games and things like that. And he just couldn't, you know, working and things like that. And we had our differences, but as I've gotten older and more mature, it's like, there's certain things I understand now that, look, your parents learned this from their parents and mm. they did everything they could. So it's like when I was younger and immature, everything was I was blaming everything on him and, mm. and you know, my mom and just like, I wish they would have did this and I wish they would have did that. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is how they were raised. And that's literally all they know.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been saying this for so long because I'm like, when I look at my dad and I talk about like the the type of people who've had relationships with their dad that are similar to mine i'm like please understand the man in equipped you know and he was not yeah, equipped yeah. to be what you thought he should be mm-hmm. like you created an ideal picture of what this was going to be through what you watch on tv but there's th- not it's not always the it's not always the sunshine and rainbows like yeah. like you think it is
0: yeah
1: and it's it's almost not fair to them because you want them to think how you think It's like why did, why are they not understanding this why would they not invest in this company and why would they not try to start this and build up something so we can have some generational wealth going it's like they literally learned from your grandparents whatever they've learned and,
2: and a lot of it is just uh it's reactions and not not positive actions in the yeah. right direction so it's not as much, it's like, I'm just reacting to the world that's happening to me is like what survival. The, the role that they're in. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, they're doing the best that they can do.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it goes from, you know, they, they, and it's cool because I get to see how, you know, how they taught me and my younger brothers and things like that. And I can learn from lessons from them, you know, how they were surviving to a point where now, you know, now that I'm more mature and I understand things from them. I can thrive now. And then when I have kids, they can be better off than me because that's, that's just how it's, you know, I believe it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be a little bit better than I was. Yeah. Well, so that's like, a,
2: the, sort of, I wanted to get into talking about like legacy because you are going by junior Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. trying to think about like what, you know, what, <clears throat> what kind of thought processes do you think he has in watching you carry his name into uh, an inspirational figure? you know
1: and i i thought about that a few times and you know we've we've never talked about it in depth but so i i'll take it back to a scenario when i was at um last year uh, Atlantic Cape um community college honored me as a top 4 under 40 alumni and they gave me like this award and they allowed me to walk in the graduation um you know with this this special cap and gown on with the graduates and i brought my dad with me um and you know, for him to see that because he didn't go to college, he didn't graduate from college or anything like that, he actually didn't graduate from high school, but for, I, I can just sense the expression off of him, just like, wow, my son's like doing all of this stuff, stuff, then the dean of the school is like, hey, is that your dad? Oh, can I take a picture with him? And he's just like, whoa, whoa. And I can sense like the pride coming off of him, almost like, a, it's like a weight being lifted off of him because when you're, you know, when you raise kids, there's no real Man, you on what to do right, like to get mm-hmm. them to you can do everything that you feel is right and they can still go down the wrong oh, yeah. path. So, well, for like, him,
2: even if even if you do and you do everything right, yeah, you're still going to be the bad guy somehow,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You for didn't sure.
2: allow this or you didn't allow that, yeah. It's always going to be some you're the bad guy, that, mm-hmm. and that's something that you know that's one of the reasons I don't want to have kids, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, it's, a, it's it's crazy, but um, like for him. At least this this is what I got when I seen him and just all of his glory and like really happy for his son, which is me. Um, it was like a burden was lifted off of him like, oh, man, we got it right. Yeah. Like kind of like, oh, man, he didn't like go to jail and blow everything up or, you know, try to kill himself or he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go down this path. It's like, man, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I apparently did something right. I don't know what it was. It but should be think,
2: every generation's goal to make yeah. that generation better than they had it.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: And like, so that must have been, you know, a big moment. And
1: for me, it was kind of like I want, I wanted to let him know that, look, you you did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, even though you know you made a bunch of mistakes, and mm-hmm. even though you may be beating yourself up over this, I want to let you know in this moment, like, mm-hmm. you got it right.
2: Right. Well, I, it's funny, man. Like, I I had, I had this conversation with my with my father a couple years ago, where I was just like, you know, um, all the things you did wrong. I forgive you without you saying sorry because you not being there was what was best for me i love who i am i love who i am and if you were there it would have been different and i wouldn't be who i am so you're fine you yeah know, just uh be there i was more happy that you were there for your other kids they needed you more than i did
1: yeah and he, he probably learned a lot within that process of, you know, possibly not being there and just figuring out, like, oh, I made these mistakes. I can't make these again. So, ultimately, everybody's just becoming better human beings. Right. Even though there's a lot of pain and trauma within all this stuff, it's like everybody's kind of evolving and growing. It's like, yeah, they made a bunch of mistakes, but at the end of the day, you know, if they're able to own up to those mistakes and, and just become better. And a lot of, you know, people, a lot of millennials, we got to you got to take that burden off of them. Like, yeah, your parents may have done this or they weren't there for this. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to take some control over your life.
2: Well, <laughs> I think some of the some of the gripes that that uh, young people might have or millennials. I'm a millennial, I guess. So I some of the things have to be let's zoom out of our problems a little bit and realize they're not as bad as, as they could be.
1: Yeah, it could be a lot worse.
2: It could be a lot, a lot worse. I think it's about a, that all a, the time a when lot I'm like, of stressed out. A lot of people have it way worse than me. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm unfortunate in this thing, however, very fortunate in so many other things. So let's, you know, be grateful for all the things that we have, be grateful for all the things that we continue to create, Mm -hmm. um, and get out of, get out of the way, get out of the way with all that, with all that, uh old damage because you're you're not helping yourself. It's not serving you.
1: No, no. Yeah, it goes back to it's not serving you. It's slowing you down and it's really um stagnating your progress and your growth. So, forgive. <laughs> you don't have to forget, but forgive and and just move forward and grow, man, cuz the sun's going to come up, the sun's going to go down. So it's like time isn't going to stop for you just because you're stressed out or you, you think your situation is this bad. It's like, you got to keep moving forward, man, especially because we only have so much time on this planet. It's just,
2: well, I was saying like, uh, uh I was saying to you last time we had a conversation, I was talking about like, uh, all this stuff, all the problems, they all been here before and they're all going to be, be here forever. Yeah. You're, you're going to continue repeating these problems. Like there are people now who didn't, I'm sorry, not now, but there were people back then who didn't talk to their to their loved ones because they voted for Abraham Lincoln?
0: Mm-hmm. Like
2: it, it, it's all cyclical. It's gonna, it's it's gonna come back around, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be the same or it's gonna yep. be different. And you have the choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have the choice because you got to let go of your ego, man. You got to let go of your ego and just release some things. It's just not worth carrying because at the end of your life, if you can look back on these things. You know, if you had the opportunity to sit down at the end of your life and just look at a list of all of the things that you held on to, you'd be like, why did I even hold on to that? That
2: was the other thing that you wrote down last week, uh when I was here or when we were here and we talked about the ego. When we talk about the, oh, Wayne yeah, Dyer, yeah, yeah. the Wayne Dyer the Wayne Dyer yeah,
1: quote. Yeah, I wrote it uh Edging God Out. Yeah. So it's like I wrote down a bunch of stuff. Same, that time. <laughs>
2: same stuff of like, man, you're you're not bigger. You're not bigger than everything. You know, you're not you're not it's not like you have to ask for help, but you can accept the fact that you don't know all the right moves.
1: Yeah. And that's the, that's the beauty of life. The mystery within life. That's what faith is all about. It's kind of like, how fun would it be if you knew all the right moves?
2: Dude, I I say all the time, like if, if you got everything right all the time, you wouldn't learn anything. (laughs) Like how, how would you, how how would you react to to things going wrong if yeah. you got everything right all the time? Yeah, like You wouldn't, this is all, all this, all this failure is practice for success. We're just, you know, we're going to get, we're going to get in the, on a road where it's going to be similar, but a little bit different. And this mm. time we'll go this way. You know, we'll veer right here and, maybe things will and it makes it that much better when you do
1: get to you know certain milestones just like man it just feels so much better and like your spirit just like when you go through certain things and you get to a certain point like when i first my very first like speaking engagement just seeing the growth and where i fell at and where i could have did better and where we made mistakes to see like now it's like oh my goodness it just feels like just so much growth until you know, and then also, like, I'm looking forward in the future, like, man, right now we're here, but just imagine what the consistency and the learning and, and the practice and, you know, the traveling, what it's going to look like a few years from now. And, and just that it just feels so much more um, gratifying.
2: You know, a couple of years ago, I didn't check my phone every time I peed. Yeah. Because That's I would true. flip out about the internet charges by hitting the internet button. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> the truth. The thing is, like, that was, you know, that was in my lifetime. Imagine, you know, imagine where technology is going to be and how much the world's going to change between now and you know, ten years from now.
1: Yeah, it's going to be insane.
2: It'll be insane how much time is going to, how much time is going to change, you know, communication and uh, connectivity
0: with people. Yeah, I think there's
1: a theory about that, like technology advances at like twice the rate every eighteen months or something, something like that. I got to figure out what the theory is called, but. I was reading it somewhere where they were talking about technology and how it advances and how quick it advances. Yeah. Well, so, like uh, you said, ten years from now, I don't know what's going to happen.
2: Right. where they have uh, the scheduled obsolescence, okay. like, where, like older phones, older computers, like this computer, um, this this MacBook, uh, it only ha- it only lets me uh, have an operating system that's up to this point. Right. So let's say it's like twelve nine. I don't know the actual numbers, but let's say it's twelve nine, right? So it's an older computer. So I can't get ver- I can't get older versions of the software anymore. So that means I have to buy a new one and throw this one out. Yeah, like that's they're gonna, like
1: they're this- gonna make it obsolete. They do yeah. that with the phones all the time.
2: Yeah. So it's it's like I'm gonna do that with the way you think about things too. <laughs> it's let,
1: gonna become obsolete. Let let,
2: let that be obsolete. <laughs>
1: that's the truth
2: like you hear here an old way of thinking an old-fashioned expired way of thinking yeah that's why you can't have a fixed mindset
1: though that's why i i believe people just have to be open to growth and change it's like you can't have a fixed mindset because the world's like ever evolving Mm -hmm. and it's like if you have a fixed mindset then it goes back to you thinking that everything you know and believe is is just fact and Mm -hmm. and just right all the time forever Mm you know until eternity but it's like that's not true because everything is evolving and growing and you got to do that as well mm-hmm. you're be a dinosaur yeah
2: it's 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 weird to see when people dig their heels in like they know already and there's no convincing it's like but you know people thought People thought other things about the world. People thought the world was flat for a really long time. You yeah, know? and
1: that was fact.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> there there uh, there's evolutionary factors that like people people didn't have medicine a hundred years ago. There's certain things like the world is always going through a time of change. Mm-hmm. It's never not changing. If it stops changing, it stops spinning.
0: Yep. That is the truth. That is the
1: truth. And um, everybody that's listening to this, if you feel like you're, you know, if that's you, if you're in a place of just being stagnant, it's like it's time for you to start moving and and continue continuing to grow. You know, you got to get out of your own head and realize that every day, you know, while you're blessed to be here, you got to take advantage of those opportunities, man, to just become better. I'm not saying you got to read a book every day, but learn about you know, learn what's around you. Learn the things that are going on. Learn from other people's experiences, their failures. Learn from your conversations, but don't stop learning and thinking that you have, you know, all of the answers. You know, because then you'll be the perfect person, which doesn't actually
0: exist. I think uh, you're on your way to being like a superstar, like being the next all Gary right. V. Thanks, man.
2: And uh, I'm happy to to have these conversations with this is just the start of our friendship oh yeah I'm, absolutely i'm happy that we did it and i'm happy that you know last week when when it happened we're like ah at least we got to hang with each other yeah you know? yeah at least and, we got to- and
1: again it was a learning like i like i said i learned so much from that conversation it's just like i'm all about that stuff even if it's not on like wax or podcasts. it's like man i just i love to learn from people and talk to people and, and understand what Cause you know, a bunch of different things I just don't know. So it's like, why would I not want to talk to you? And that goes back to letting that ego down where it's like, Oh, well, I have these degrees and you have none of this stuff. So it's like, man, you don't know what this person knows.
2: I want to I tell you a story uh, and people who listen to the podcast might have heard the story before, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, I learned, I learned this empathy through the podcast and, um, the, it was weird Like I I went I went to this show This wrestling show Where I had performed And Came to the After party at the bar And this married couple Shows up nice. And um, The 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 husband Is like drunk And he's like telling me That like He's talking to me about his wife And he introduces me to his wife And I was like Dude you're young How old are you? And he was like 22 Or something like that and I was like, how long have you been married to this woman? He's like, oh, a couple months. And I was like, can, can you tell me, like, I, I've noticed this is like a trend in, like, military people. They always get married really young. They always, like, are in a rush to get real, like, married
0: real quick and have that. What? Why did you do that? And he was like, um, well, um, to be honest, she was the first woman I ever cried in front of. So I like wifed her up real quick and I was like, okay,
2: okay. I was like, I've, I've had that. I've had that before, but I'm, you know, I've, you know, had a whole lot of other experiences too. It's not just like, and, and then I was like, oh yeah, well, I cried in front of a girlfriend because I opened up about, I opened up to her about like my dad stomping me one day. I was telling her the story about it and he was like, you don't even know me. And you just told me that. And I was like, yeah. And he started crying. And he was, he went outside and we talked for four hours in the freezing cold. And he was telling me that he was crying to her about how he's 22 years old and he's killed over 300 people in uh, overseas. And he carries the, the, like this, the karmatics, like spiritual weight of that every day and about going to hell. I'm like, all I did most of the time was listen. And before, I would have just trying to blow that guy off because I'm just at a bar after a show and I'm just trying to hang out. I just wrestled. I don't want to really talk to anybody. But like through empathy, through these conversations, through
0: understanding, it's like and now I have that experience that I know that
2: this kid didn't know that there's going to be people out there listening to him at some random bar after a show. And then, uh, some, his wife reached out to me weeks later and was like, what did you say to my husband? You changed him. What did you do?
0: And I'm like, oh, man,
2: I, I just was telling him, you know, I didn't really, I just listened to him and told him it's not, You know, it's not really all about. Because he was telling me about how mad he would get when people say "thank you for your service," and he said, "You don't. When you say that to me, you don't understand the service that I'm actually doing. Yeah, the the weight that I carry on my soul." And and he would take it offensively. And I'm like, "You understand? Like people do that because like that's what they have to do. Like the same." It's like kind of like a gazoon tight when you sneeze. It's just like yeah. a natural instinct to do it like it's not It's not about you as much, but really it's it's kind of like thank you for doing what you do, so we don't have to do what you do yeah, it's, it's kind of like thanks for taking that for right, us. yeah, like you carry that so we don't have to
0: and, um, I guess it, it's just
2: zoom out and like have someone listen to you every once in a while. Sort of helped that kid out, and i just i carry that with me all the time now, and I think about like when someone's talking to me, I think about like if i'm gonna if I'm gonna continue to listen and maybe I'll learn something new and and I can't even imagine I can't even imagine for one second being that kid and it's, i'm um i i text with that kid every once in a while and try to like, you know, just catch up and make sure he's cool. But I mean, like, I didn't even, that's not even on the record. (laughs) Like I didn't even get that on the mics, but I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, that's
1: tough though. But it puts things into perspective for your own life because you think like, man, it's not that bad. Right. It could be so much worse. It's one of those things. I, I mean, I talk to individuals like that a lot, you know, especially when we're going to these schools and things and I get to have those intimate conversations And you know we we all have struggles. We all have problems. Of course, I have a bunch of problems. Um, you know that I don't necessarily talk about, but I I have them. You know, but then I'll hear somebody else's, and it's not even me comparing, but it's me remembering, or not remembering, but understanding. Like, oh yeah, everybody has problems. It's not just Mm -hmm. my stuff. It's like, oh, he has this going on and this. And again, it's not me comparing like whose problems are worse, but it's like it isn't just you, right? You know.
0: it's we
2: can we confuse ourselves thinking that it's a contest sometimes like, oh yeah you like somehow my somehow my pain's worse than your pain your pain can't even compete with my pain
1: man it's it's crazy because even speaking right so it's like yeah i have my testimony and stuff but i feel like even in this space of like speaking and 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 being an orator it's like people want to have more of a a, a painful story than you like oh my story isn't as deep as your story it's like yeah so what right it's like my story is doesn't, my story doesn't but it's like
2: take any of the value away from it.
1: yeah it doesn't take no value away from your testimony and your story mm-hmm. it's like yeah you, you don't have to be like you hear my story your story doesn't have to be like oh yeah my leg got blown off and then i was living on the streets but then i pulled myself back up but then i got robbed it's like you don't need all of that mm-hmm And and too many people in the space that I'm in, they they want their their difficulty to be more than someone else's difficulty Mm -hmm. because they feel like they'll make their story a little bit better than the next person, and it's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, only so many people can relate to my story, but somebody else can relate to your story. It can look a lot different for you. It doesn't have to look like eviction and mental health, you know, uh, issues and things like that.
2: Uh, I think wrong or right, Mm -hmm. wrong or right, um, valuable to whoever it's valuable, everybody deserves to feel heard. Everyone deserves to feel seen. Everyone deserves to feel important. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to say to you what I think more people need to say to other people. I see you. I see you. I hear you. I see you. And I want to continue to hear you and see you. And with that being said, I want one more time. We tried (laughs) this last time. (laughs) I asked you if you could give, dude, this, we talked about what, what the world's going to be in 10 years, what the world's going to be, who can imagine in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say you've got, you've got a child at that point.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we're
2: good. We're going to do some audio time traveling to 20 years from now. you let's say your kids, you know, let's say your kids like 15, 16 years old and wants to know what his dad's really like. And uh, he's going to, He's gonna pull up his his microchip on his right eye. How, however, however, you listen to podcasts in the future, <laughs>
1: it's gonna be crazy. Watch. Well,
2: what what is the messages you have for for a fifteen year old, like right on the cusp of like being a real person and having to like go out there in the real world? What's the messages for that kid?
1: For that kid, um, maybe, right on the cusp. Maybe Nate
2: Evans the third.
1: Maybe maybe uh, my fiance won't let me name him Nate. No. I kind of want to give you know it's crazy, and and I'm definitely gonna answer that question. I don't know if I want to name him after me. I want him to have his own identity. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. My my mom, my mom wanted that same thing. Like um, yeah, my my brother, my older brother was supposed to be named after my my dad. That's what he wanted, but my mom's like not not
1: gonna. Yeah, I want him to have his own identity, like create his own name. Yeah, yeah. So um, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called Frankenstein I Evans. Like, well, <laughs> call him Frank. I don't know. Um, but just talking to, um, you know, that, that future child, first and foremost, you know, I love you and I want you to embrace your struggles. Life is going to be difficult. And that's the beauty. That's the beautiful part in everything that life is going to be difficult because it's going to allow you to get stronger every single day. Every life is difficult for a lot of people. But a lot of people aren't using it to become stronger versions of themselves. But I'm telling you, you know, straight up that it's going to be difficult, but there's beauty in it because every single day you can get stronger. Never stop learning. Never stop learning. And at the same time, always be yourself. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be anyone else. You can be inspired by me. You can be inspired by other people. But go with your gut feeling, go with your intuition, believe in yourself and everything that you're doing. You're super strong, you're powerful, you're a king, you're worthy and you're valuable. No matter what society tells you, you're extremely valuable and you're extremely worthy. Only person that has to validate that is yourself. Look yourself in the mirror, know that everything's going to be okay no matter what happens again you're valuable you're worthy and every day you're going to be stronger than the day you were before as long as you continue to learn and as
0: long as you never stop and never quit on yourself i guess that was some good insight <laughs> yeah do we we all we all seek validation
2: you know what i mean like sometimes Sometimes it's like, can you imagine you finding a recording of your father from oh, from 30 years ago Shh. with a message to you? Oh, I, where it's really, I lose it. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I, I never even pictured it like from being the person listening to it.
1: But wow, I would lose like,
2: it. That's, that's,
1: I just think about like the you know the surprise 30th birthday. I think I was telling you about that last time that he threw me, and I was like overwhelmed so to have something like that in like a vault like something he made mm-hmm. like right was before i was born or something right. and it's like you know you're 30 now here you go right. And just like what what is this oh my gosh i'd guard that thing on my life
2: well it's cool it, it it'll be on the internet so oh yes yeah, it's, it's out there forever <laughs> so it'll now. be out there forever now
1: that, that's a man that's a dope thing it's, it's gonna this is this is amazing like this podcast ladies and gentlemen because it's going to be around forever like and it's amazing because i'm sure you know not just myself but every other guest that's been on here that has answered that question or not answered that question but you know made that statement to like a future child or just someone they want to talk to in the future just imagine how they're going to be impacted like playing this this stuff back you know Mm -hmm. when it gets to them some way somehow whatever technology is doing just imagine how that's going to get back to them and just Again, I just think about the impact that that would have had if, you know, my dad left something for me in regards to like that audio message or, or, or if his dad, you know, like my pop-up, if he would have left him something like before he was born, like, I just want to tell you this, you know, I love you, this, 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 just, man, that would make a grown man just like break down.
2: What's, what's something I'm thinking about now too? going like, you don't have to be anybody or not be anybody for me to condition unconditionally love that you're a person who exists. Oh, for sure. So, like if that recording exists before I even exist, it's like I'm I can't beat myself up for messing it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Messing
2: up some validation, some approval because we're always seeking some approval. But always. The, but the even approval we're not even trying. The approval just, should it. be that you exist and you continue to exist on purpose for a purpose
1: absolutely absolutely and one last thing in regards to like that unconditional love man just to receive that and again knowing that you didn't have to do anything for me for me to give you this that that's a huge feeling that that just ties all the way back into feeling worthy like man i didn't even have to do nothing to receive this from you i must be like special mm-hmm. i must be like great um uh i, I must be worthy you know, and, and unconditional love is huge. And I believe if we can grasp the concept of unconditional love, it can change the world, especially for our youth. It can change how the world's going to look 10, 20, 50 years from now. If we can grasp that concept where you guys don't actually have to do nothing for me. I'm just going to come in here and love on you, validate you, and just pour into you.
0: Mm. Man,
1: it can change so much, man, because so much love out here is conditional and we need. You like, to do this like, for me you to don't love even you. Have to
2: earn it, but if you, all that, all that earn stuff you get, that's all bonus. That's all bonus.
1: Yeah, that's all bonus right there. That's, that's that's icing on the cake, as they say. But I'm gonna give this to you anyway, you know, <laughs> yeah, because but, it's the yeah. right thing for me to do. Yeah. So, man, that hits
2: home. <laughs> Nate, dude, it's a pleasure, man. And I, and I, I'm gonna extend this out to you again, which I know I have. And I'll extend it to anybody who's listening to this and here's here's this recording, whether it's in this lifetime or the next. If you feel like you need somebody, any resource of any kind, reach out to me. I'm not I'm not a hard person to get a hold of.
0: You know,
2: if I can be some light in your, you know, some, you know, you know how many times, how many times you use your like flashlight on your phone just to help you find something simple and like. I use it, um. But. Eh,
1: not too much, but sometimes.
2: But it can come in, in a lot of handy. Oh,
1: yeah, super handy.
2: Let me, let me be your flashlight <laughs> on your phone.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't use it all the time, but sometimes like, man, I really need it.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> boop.
1: And it's like, man, technology is great. It's definitely valuable.
2: So like, I, like we had last time, and I don't even know if you're going to even need to have a whole minute on this. Okay. Um, I say, hypothetically, at the end of every episode, I say hypothetically, evolving with Corey Castle is now evolving with Nate Evans jr.
0: Hey,
1: and I am starting and a podcast
2: this is This is your pilot episode. <laughs> this is the very first episode of your podcast in a Jerry Springer's final thought type way. How do you wrap it all up in a nice tiny bow?
1: <laughs> I love the Jerry Springer like <laughs> wrap up all right, so um, this is gonna be quick um just wrap it up um. One, uh we have to focus on changing what we normalize because what we've normalized has only gotten us to this point. Um, and I believe growth happens with change and evolution. Um, that's the first thing. And then uh the second thing, um I don't want to be seen as a picture of perfection. I wanna be a pic a picture of progression and I want the same for you. Whoever's listening, um, I want the same for you. I I want you to think about being a picture of progression because that's where the real inspiration kicks in. When someone can see you go through the phases of life, um, take the lickings, get back up and continue to pursue and and move forward and learn. So, again, I don't want to be a picture of uh, perfection um, because that's scary and that comes with a lot of other expectations that I just don't want. But I always want to be a picture of progression. I want you to see me grow and I want to, you know, see other individuals grow.
2: It's like, it's like instead of being an idol to worship. Yeah. You want to be a light that inspires.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to be like, like Will Smith said, I want to be an idea. I want to be a concept. I want to be a light. You know, I don't want to be on a pedestal. I want to jump off the pedestal and jump in the crowd and, 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 you know, stand in the middle and just help people out. I want to, you know, go in the back and see who's back there. I want to be on the side. I want to be the person that that's pushing people up and and pulling people up. You know, I don't want to be the one that's in the front where all of the eyes are on me and it's like, because then it makes everything that I'm doing unobtainable for you. Because you're like, oh, this guy's up there, and it's like that gives you an excuse not no, to try.
2: from place of privilege. That
1: gives you an, an excuse to be. Mediocre dismissive and of, not to try, like right, dismissive of effort. And it's like I don't want to give you any excuses because right. I don't have any excuses mm-hmm. for my life. So it's like, if anything, I want to inspire you. I don't want to discourage you from from trying.
2: Well, I love it. I love you. You're great. Love I you love too, it. man.
1: <laughs> and That's so change will be normalized, man. You got to start telling other guys you love them, fellas. Uh, dude, it's not weird. It's cool. We gotta do We're making this it again. cool in 2020 again
2: and again. Uh, <laughs> I wanna I wanna hang with you as much as possible.
1: Absolutely, man! Absolutely. And
2: let's let's get let's get this on the record. Oh uh, yeah. We're we're friends now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> I
2: can't, you know.
1: We've um, been friends since the first one. Yeah. We broke a lot of ground on there.
2: Well, um, if this is your first time listening to Evolving with Corey Castle, there's a hundred and sixty other episodes you can check out wow. on Spotify on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you enjoy podcasts, Google, however you do it. um, You know, go consume some of that content and see if you like it. Nice. If you liked this one, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can catch new episodes every Monday. And, uh, you know, don't be a stranger. If you need some help, reach out. And uh, I love you. Thank you so much for the currency of your attention and the effort that you put into you know, hitting that hitting that subscribe button or hitting that download button—that stuff's so important, and that is such currency. Attention is such currency,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you've given me so much of your, so much of your effort and so much of your attention, so much of your time,
0: and um, keep evolving.